You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast, your destination for in-depth discussion and analysis of the Premier League and the Champions League. I'm Robbie Musto, he's Robbie Earl, and here are today's topics. Amid the developing situation surrounding Roman Abramovich and Chelsea's ownership, the Blues come away with all three points against Newcastle at Stamford Bridge. Cristiano Ronaldo's hat-trick leads Manchester United past Tottenham. Arsenal maintain their position in fourth place with a win over Leicester. Liverpool comfortably take all three points at Brighton to keep the pressure on Manchester City and key wins for Leeds, Watford and Brentford in the race for Premier League survival. All that coming up in today's episode. OK, Rob, um, <clears throat> of course, a big story around football nowadays is the Chelsea situation. Mm-hmm. Roman Abramovich, um, <clears throat> we've chatted about it over the last few days, of course. I thought there were up- updates today, Rob, just based on our show today. Um, We had David Ornstein, our Premier League insider, on. And I thought his kind of long, probably five or ten minutes of letting us know what was going on in the current update was was a little startling. I think we both felt the same. I think we all knew that this was obviously a very serious situation for for Chelsea's kind of future prospects and whatever, and they're looking for a new owner. But the way that he put it and some of the stuff that he said had us like, Wow, like this, this really could be a difficult time in terms of Chelsea's future, viability, sustainability. It's that serious, isn't it? Yeah, I, you know, first of all, I, I think I, I'll have to pay um, great respect to Dave Dornstein, who for us is, 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 is a brilliant, outstanding resource that we can call on that gets to people at the football club, can, can be close to things. So, you know, great, great that we've got David as a resource. I mean, I, Rob, was taken aback. I've got to be honest. I knew, we knew that the show was coming. We knew that Chelsea were playing. We knew that we were going to maybe have a conversation. My whole thought around the football club changed on what David Ornstein said. I, my, he hit a headline, Rob, of a club in crisis, where he was talking to the point where it's not sure this club will finish the season based on how it's going, and obviously these sanctions and government restrictions and licenses and all that, but the, the, the hard facts were there's no guarantee of the club finishing the season, there's no guarantee of the club's existence, there's no guarantee that players' wages will be paid on a weekly basis, and Petr Cech um, spoke to our friends at Sky Sports and, and said the, the, the same thing. I thought it, this thing has taken a grave step backwards. Well, it's just just the uncertainty factor has been ramped up. Um, I think we can you can surmise to a certain degree. But I, I felt coming into today, uh, and again, maybe rightly or wrongly, that Roman Abramovich was in charge. That you know, a sale is likely. That, but I mean, we were told that they've frozen his assets. Yeah. But he still owns a football club. Yeah. So there's no guarantee what he will do and what time span he will do right. it in. Right. And that Rob was was almost like well, that could mean could mean. 
they don't fulfil their, their, their fixtures or where they're going to be able to get enough money to keep going into Europe and mount games and all the policing and all the things that football clubs have to pay with. They've had credit cards suspended, accounts frozen, uh, licences of, of restrictions of, of what they can do their day-to-day business. I mean, this is a, is a real mess. And, and, and listen, there's many people that might say, well, that's what happens when you've got a, an owner who's aligned to, to Putin and, and the things that are going on. But I, I, I have to say, just personally, I didn't feel things were as bad as in such a precarious position as what David relayed. The hands of the club, really, in the future of the football club is with the UK government. That's what's scary about this. Any other normal asset of Roman Abramovich is frozen and shut down. Mm-hmm. Because this is Chelsea Football Club and part of, part of the cultural importance of, of London or West London and the league, etc., etc., it's been allowed to continue. But it's going to be allowed to continue at such a, 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 reduced, a yeah. reduced capacity yeah, yeah. with all these restrictions mm-hmm. on travel and everything else. Mm-hmm. And the government have absolutely within their rights to do that, Rob. Yeah. The only point I made today late in our conversation about it... Um, as, and just, I'll just preface that by saying the longer it takes for Abramovich, and we know that Abramovich Time right now is, is okay with, with selling, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and that's the best yeah. thing to do. But the longer that takes, the more that it really affects the club mm-hmm. in terms of paying the wages, running out of money, quite yeah. honestly. Yeah. They can't bring anything mm-hmm. in. Um, now, the, the last point I made today, you know, it, it's somewhat controversial. I said that the government, with this license for them to play games is in some way protecting the club, right? Yeah. To continue. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or, so, or protecting the, 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 the Premier League, that yeah, the, the games the can league. continue yeah. and the yeah. league can finish in its mm-hmm. normal state. I had a couple of people on social media contacted me and said, so what about Chelsea's viability? So what about the government allowing them to continue? And they'll, because I suggested that, you know what, if the government re- relaxes the... The, some of the ticket sales, yeah, the, maybe they'll be allowed to yeah, receive some money from, from TV money. Do things, yeah. it, basically, the club is going mm. to ask to tweak the license yeah, yeah. To, to enable itself to pay wages and do its uh, commitments. Yeah, it's normal business, yeah. And people saying to me, well, really? Should they? Why shouldn't they just live as bare minimum mm. as possible? Mm. Yeah. The, it's that, not the government's job. Correct. With the situation mm. and what Roman Bramwich has been accused of, yeah. and, and the government are pretty sure he's involved mm. in this, this war yeah. effort in some yeah. ways with Putin, that... So what? Like, whatever happens to Chelsea is just by the by because of a bigger picture. I always thought that, that, you know, listen, there will be some who will take that view. My my other sort of point based on what we heard, what you said, the government's position is, and I I heard a a financier talking about the football club and supposedly a couple of American billionaires are looking, et cetera, et cetera, and names are being put in. I think it's Friday, isn't it? They've they've got a deadline that they've got to put proposals. for bids and stuff, isn't it? bids. But... My, my, my sort of takeaway based on David, based on that conversation I heard today is this could be a very, very different looking, functioning, running Chelsea than we've seen in the past. Romeo Abramovich owns a football club and put one and a half billion pounds into the club as a loan and is not taking it back. Mm. The, the, the financial was suggesting Chelsea Football Club is an unsustainable business based on how it's run that you can't pay the wages, you can't pay the thing if, not, if things aren't coming in. So mm. somebody else may take ownership, may take the football club, but actually go, we, we can't run this business in this way. Because their normal outgoings Correct. are way more well, than their Absolutely, income. and they've got a bal- not, there might be a balance up. So the $100 million signings, the big salaries and the things may, ha- may have to be addressed. And so I'm just saying, Rob, that, 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 that 
there's so much that's happening in this situation, so fluid from day to day. We're hearing different things, but I get the sense Chelsea, the Chelsea that we know and the Chelsea that many fans have loved under the Abramovich time might look very, very different by the time it hopefully it's sold. The club can maintain its position in the league and then start to think about um, moving on. Well, it maintained its position in the league after today's game, Rob. It yeah. did manage uh, to find a way past uh, Eddie Howe's Newcastle United with a, a lovely, lovely goal Beautiful from Kai goal. Havertz. Mm. This first touch on the ball is, is so soft. soft and silky. If anybody out there hasn't seen the goal, it's really worth watching wherever you can find it. Um, a lovely, lovely touch on a finish from a player um, that I got reminded again on social media. Uh, you, you know, you harsh mm-hmm. on Kai Havertz a few weeks ago mm. when, he, and he, when he, he wasn't really having the impact. But all of a sudden, yeah. Yeah. all of a sudden, like his goals are, I mean, what has he got? He's got four goals in his last three in the four Premier goals. League. There's other yeah. goals in other competitions, yeah. I think, that he scored. Mm. All of a sudden, there's a number nine, and I'm not saying he's a finished article, but now this is, this is what Chelsea fans wanted to see. This is what, when we'd seen him before in, in the Bundesliga, yeah. we expected to start to produce. Mm. Um, so he is part of the story of, of Chelsea right now on the field, Rob. We saw yeah. Lukaku later on, mm. but Havertz, uh, a bit of a makeshift back four. Yeah. I mean, it's and a four centre-backs, four centre wasn't it? Yeah. Which didn't help their football, Rob. Chalabas saw, yeah, because in the wide areas, you've not got that quality to start things off right. and, and, and play, which, which they knew. But again, listen, I think today, with all that's gone on in that football club, with the injuries, he had no Reese James, he had no Aspilicueta, he had no Hudson Adoy, who plays a right wing back actually at times, with the back four. Ziet played on that on that right hand side and, and still, I thought, played, played reasonably well. But with all that's gone on in that football club and who wasn't available, yeah. I think today was about three points, was about winning, was about concentrating on the job in hand. And um, you saw Thomas Tuchel's. Relief at, at the end of the game. We saw Petrček and Marina Gravaskaya, who were running the football department at the moment, just talking. It's almost like to say, we've got through that, we're through another week, and we look forward to next week when we hope we're still in business and people can be paid the wages. Because just without going back to that too, obviously, Rob, if, if the club aren't able to pay wages over any length of period, it, it breaks the contract. And, and there's players then who can, if they yeah. want to, and there's a situation to where tear up the contract, they could tear up the contract. Mm-hmm. And so that you know, great times, and, and listen, let, let's wait and see what happens. But uh, it was important today to get the the win. They did. Um, we'll, we'll see what what comes next. Just last thing on it, Rob. Just Thomas Hukel again. The way that he spoke mm-hmm. about this is, is remarkable. Yeah. His last kind of comments about the next game in Lille was he said, "Well, we've got a plane." I think we've got a plane. No, I think this was prepaid, this plane contract. <laughs> yeah, prior to the, uh, This aeroplane yeah. to get them to, to, to for the Champions League game. He yeah, said, if Lille, we can't fly, yeah. we'll get on a train. If we can't get on a train, we'll get on a bus. If we can't mm. afford a bus, yeah. I'll drive a seven-seater. So the way that he's handling it and embracing it in some ways is so key, Rob, oh. to try and keep everybody on board. Because Absolutely. he said it himself. He's taking it day by day. Day by day is the phrase that he used because news changes. He said, mm. I, I won't believe what anybody tells me because it could change the next day. So... Yeah. Really, really uncertain and worrying times about if, when, and who this club is going to be sold to, Rob. But yeah. I think it's in the best interest for everybody that the club, obviously, yeah. the sale goes through as quick as possible. Yeah, he said it, hasn't he, Roman Bramovich? He'll do what's best and right for this football club. Well, they need him to do that now, to, to mm. stick to those words and do it now. Let's talk about a team with a man who does his best, he will say each week, came up with some criticism and probably answered the criticism in the best way possible. We have to talk about... We talk about Manchester United, but in some respects, you have to talk about Cristiano Ronaldo, what he did 
gave to the team the performance that he, he did, the, the answering the critics, and possibly keeping Manchester United in the top four race. Yeah. Um, let's talk about him first, Rob, and maybe mm. the bigger picture of the, the, the manager and the team afterwards. Yeah, yeah I mean... I, We've said so much about Ronaldo, you know, over the weeks and months and seasons and years and decades, really, what he's mm. done. We got a, a, a pretty stark reminder of his quality. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, just the, the, the quality of the goals, I'm sure everybody's seen them, was... I guess it doesn't surprise you, given his talents, Rob. Yeah. I think the, the general demeanour of the man, I pointed out afterwards on the show, watching him uh, walk off Old Trafford, getting a, a rapturous stand innovation, he, he gently, politely claps and waves... But I, I honestly, literally thought, for him, that's another day at the office. That's, mm. Another, mm. that's what I do. Yeah. I've come here to win. No messing around. No big smiling and laughing and punching the air. He walked out of there, yep, mm. that, like, it, it's no big deal, yeah. Rob. And that, yeah. that mental toughness and the desire and the drive, you know, you can argue who's the best ever from mm. generations to even Messi and Ronaldo, right? Everybody's got their own kind of take on it. I don't think you can question the mentality, the mental no. strength... I mean, I don't know anybody who, after the success and the, the, the goal production, everything else at various clubs and trophies, can still... 37 years of age, by the way. 807 goals. Drive. I can't count up to 807. So right. I mean, how many goals he's Incredible. got. Incredible. It was interesting, though, Rob. So, again, um, and, and we don't have to go down the road that newspapers and some of the journalists pick up because that's what they do to, you know, sometimes... Be a little bit there's mischievous. A yeah, there's a reason. Just, just, yeah. But, well, I, I, read, I read a couple of kind of reports and, and analyses yesterday, which I thought was an interesting take. Don't necessarily say I, 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 I take it all, but somebody said, problem with Ronaldo, it was a brilliant day of greatness and blah, 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 blah and the United fans will go away happy. It hid not a great performance, which, which, which is, is true. But they also said, the problem with Ronaldo is he's the solution and he's the problem. And his solution, because what he does and how he does it and how he drives himself and his mentality and that. And the problem is, what is there's, the problem? Some, there's some that aren't at that level. So the frustrations that come out of him, so the things that he, when he, the people say, no, he's got a face, is his standards are that high. And because of that, United are a bit patchwork. They've got Ronaldo and they've got others who are sort of coming underneath him. And then they've got some who are not really right. at that level. Right. And, there's, and, and the problem is... How do you maintain Ronaldo there and, and try and bring everybody else up? And, and listen, mm. they've been trying to do oh, something similar to this in many years since uh, Sir Alex Ferguson left. But I thought it was, it was quite an interesting debate in terms of can United get players around Ronaldo of that level to give because that takes time and that, by the time that time comes Ronaldo's not uh, probably going to be, be there or playing at this level and you know do we have to just put up with the times he will be upset because he stands so high but let's get the best out of him like they did um, yesterday with, mm. with the three goals but it was uh, it was an interesting debate on why at times but he's he, not he, a he, problem is he no he's not a problem but, but he the highlights problem is the problem yeah. yeah, the difference in... Yeah, in, the difference. Yeah. You know, exactly. sometimes you see from fullback Dallow, who's hard-working, just go... I mean, he doesn't have the quality that's required with balls into the box. You know, I talk about Fred, actually, who I thought was, was outstanding. He had a great game. Out game, game. Yeah. Outstanding game. But in high-profile games against a Man City or somebody, are they, are those players going to be at the high enough level 
to mm. keep you up there. So he looks again, back as well, Roberts, and the, the centre backs and defenders. And Varane was back, and yeah, and there's no problem with him. He's a quality mm. player. Harry Maguire, Harry Maguire, you know, mm. an own goal again this time, and he's had a difficult season. <laughs> Harry Maguire, Lindelof is. I'm just not sure he's. Back to your yeah. point about the difference in level here with mm. somebody like a Ronaldo. So, yeah, that's an ongoing problem, an ongoing issue that I think the club didn't expect to have. Yeah. Given the amount of money, Rob, they've spent yeah. over recent mm. seasons. And, you know, some of them are regarded as being successful. Juan Bissaka's not in the side now, you know, pretty much. Jaden Sancho, Rob, as we're just swinging on yeah. to other players yeah. in the team, yeah. I think that's, that's becoming a, a good yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah. And, and maybe relief in some ways with the recruitment department of Man United, given some of the other players. Yeah. That he's starting to look comfy, mate. He's starting to take people on and and, and offer and, a and threat. And maybe were we a little bit, or we not necessarily just us, but were, were people a little bit quick to jump on that? That he, he's, a, he's a young man. Yes, he's played at Dortmund, but you're going to Manchester United. The standards are high. It's a different maybe position. It's a different way of playing. Do we? Are we a little well, bit? I, no, I I don't think I, I I always said with him at the moment he's not. Great. Playing. Well, they need mm. great. They need greatness mm. at the club, and he wasn't. It but it's not easy himself. to just jump into any and we always club, said that, Robert. Yeah. It? it was yeah. never like, you know yeah. what, he's not mm. doing it, he's not worth the money and all that. It was just right now, he's yeah. finding it difficult to get going, mm. but there's still the belief, is he, what is he, 21 or something? He's super yeah. young oh, that yeah, he can go on still, there. Yeah. And at the moment, like in terms of bright spots in the blimmin' squad and the yeah. team, yeah. you look there. at that and say, oh, that's a good sign. I mean, you could look at Marcus Rashford and many other players and be, wow, you know, we're still waiting so that, that's a good part. Yeah. And, and just on the bigger picture with them, this team, Rob, has been hammered. Mm. It's been hammered by all quarters after yeah. the Man City game. You know, for various reasons of not trying, not caring, not good enough, whatever it was. Yeah. And the spotlight on the team at Old Trafford, I thought they stood up and I thought they put a decent performance in terms of spirit. Now, it wasn't great, it wasn't silky, and they can play a lot better than that. I agree with that, Bart, but at least... It was competitive, and they didn't put their heads down. They didn't shy away. They didn't hide from the ball. Um, I, I just think there's a little bit of credit deserved there, Rob. I know it's all down to Ronaldo's yeah. superb striking abilities, mm. but in general, you know, Spurs are a, a tough team to play yeah. right now, and they found a way with a, an unbelievable striker, but just a, an attitude to get the fans back on board again. Mm. And they go again. They're still in the yeah. race. They're still yeah. in the race for the top four. Absolutely. And uh, I agree. I, th I think it was a little bit over the top. I mean, the City defeat wasn't good and, and they were well beaten. But yeah, some of the, the... I don't know whether it's people needing to make remarks in the media to, to hold their position in, in there. I want to go back to one person just before we may move on mm -hmm. now. Quick. Marcus Drashford, my friend. Yeah. You know, I think we've touched on him before. I think 24 years of age. Went into the football club seven years in the academy. Outstanding talent. We've seen some 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 brilliant potential moments. And you said, I think you said to me during the thing, at what time does potential have to start being realised? Like, and I kind of said, yeah, good shout. Kind of now with Marcus Rashford, not you can't be 26 and no. 27 and still being potential. Can't you? Can't I'll never forget Arsene Wenger's line. Yeah, at 23 years of age. You pretty much know what you're going to get. get yeah. Now there might be a little yeah. bit of maturity mm. and a little bit of learning in, in terms of tactical stuff like that. But at 23, in terms of the raw material and, yeah. and the decision yeah, making, and the, yeah. you kind of mm. that's kind of what you get. Yeah. That's what's exciting about young players that are yeah. under 23. He told me Cesc Fabregas could... was the best one he's ever worked with under 23, who made great decisions at 19 and 20 years of age. Yeah. That's what stood him out as but, being. But others professor. might potentially, you know, you can you can end up waiting to 23. Yeah. I know that other other club strategies, by the way, are about. 
potential upside. Yeah. And that's something that, you know, if, if a club gets rid of a 21-year-old, well, there's a couple of years mm, there that, yeah, that, 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 can, that something yeah, can develop work. physically yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So, but back to your point. Yeah. I mean, and also when you hear from the manager saying that yeah. he's, he's, he's got to do, he's got to play like he trains. Mm. Again, not another good take, Rob. No. You know, you no. don't want to be a, I remember you used to say, we used to talk about it, he was a goof around in training and saying, yeah. oh, you're just a, you know, a team team, a training yeah. round player yeah. that can't really do it on a, no, that's, I think that's overly simplified and maybe a little unfair on Rashford because he has done it. Yeah, but, but, but for the manager start, to say that, yeah. also when he's a transplant yeah. guy, but also, Rob, there was, there was, there was noise that, and again, I'm, I'm sure his agency group or whoever's, but they were starting to say, well, you know, maybe we might have to look and move him on. So there's all this kind of mm. noise around him that, that's, not good, he's not particularly playing well. And I just thought there was a massive contrast between Sancho's growing confidence and Rashford's Dwindling. diminishing yeah. confidence. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's a big thing in, 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 in wide players and forward players. And at the moment, he, he looks like he's, he wants to take negative steps. Listen, I hope he can get his head down. He, he's come through that academy. He's very much part of what Manchester United have done. But um, he, he's, got, you know, to, to play regularly in that team and to get to the level we talked about that Ronaldo's trying to set standards for, mm. um, we've got to see some improvement. What do you think about Spurs? Um, they got beat, but I kind of quite liked mm. a lot of things that, that were there, Rob. I, the thing that st- still stands out to me is that defence is not good enough for, the, for what Antonio Conte wants. But there were times when they created chances, they got into good spots... Decision-making once or twice, you mentioned that, wasn't as good as, as we've known. Picking out the right ball, the right pass, maybe as they've done against the City yeah. or the team. But I thought there was, there was enough to work with there. I think, I think defensive, better quality and, and structure, and you can see where they could go. Yeah, I, th- I just think he'll be disappointed with the goals. Set-piece, simple header. Ronaldo, well, not simple header, it's a good header but not really aggressively mm. marked, as you'd hope from a yeah. defensive side of yeah. things. The second goal was at the ball that flipped over the top. I mean, the first goal from Ronaldo is an mm. incredible goal. Mm. You know, a simple ball over the top, Rob. It's yeah. not offside. He's in behind. They score. He gets a tap in there, Ronaldo. So I think you can see the patterns that he's trying to put out there. Yeah, yeah. You know, it still goes back to the win one, lose one, win one, lose one situation. Um, but I thought Conte was reasonably... Well, he wasn't raging mad yeah, afterwards. Yeah, he was pretty low, you know, and sometimes yeah. you've got to tip your hat. Mm. You've got to say, well, some, you yeah, know, Ronaldo there's a special just, player yeah, yeah. that turned up and scores three goals. It's hard to win games. So, yeah, still a work in progress, of course. The cliche for Spurs right now with their manager. Um, I think Rodrigo Bentoncourt, Rob, is looks a player. Mm, yeah. Still got to speed up his play a little mm. bit in certain situations. Um, Kulusevsky, we've talked you about know, many yeah. times. Uh, underappreciated, I think I gave him last time, um, with what he can do as mm. well. So... No, it, it was a tough loss for them, but I, I still think there's decent signs that mm. he's... It's just, I just think defensive... In terms of individuals, Rob, yeah. defenders would be an area where just I good, think the... Um, was it uh, Paratici, the sporting yeah, director? Yeah, the sporting director, yeah. We'll be looking at for, yeah. uh, for the win- yeah. summer, summer window. To, to play in, in a Conte team that's successful, you've got to have that, that defence. You've got to have that comfort of defence and not quite there yet. For the world's greatest athletes... <laughs> This is the showdown we've been waiting for. There is nothing like competing on the world's biggest stage. It's a world record again! Go for the United States! Unbelievable! And when that stage is Paris, anything can happen. I have never seen anything like this! How about that? An Olympics unlike any other. What a performance! The Paris Olympics. This summer on NBC and streaming on Peacock.
Let's go to the other North London club, to Arsenal. They were at home at the Emirates to a Leicester City team that looked like the league isn't going to be priority, maybe the Europa Conference League. Um, but it's a Leicester team that had won back-to-back games, so came with, with a threat. Um, it was a bit of a test for Arsenal because having started the weekend in fourth, I think West Ham had, had won and Man United won, so they dropped down to sixth. Mm. So it was a matter of like, yes, they've got the games in hand, but are they going to be able to, to win those and get themselves back up there? And I think the answer reasonably resoundingly was yes. Um, I think we both are starting to enjoy mm. Arsenal. I, th- I think Arsenal fans, hopefully, who are listening, and, and obviously the guys we speak to, guys and girls we speak to on uh, social media, sometimes think we're a bit harsh on Arsenal over the years, and it hasn't been happening. And I don't think we've ever, well, personally, I can, I'll speak for myself rather than both of us, I've never been over harsh on Arsenal. It's just that I hold horse. Arsenal in such high regard in terms of a football club, the way they've done their business, the way they play football. I've loved the Arsene Wenger years and used to you know, go on record as saying I used to pay to go into that ground to watch that te- some of his teams play. But that's the reason why you know, I had higher standards for Arsenal. And, and it seems to me, and it's, a season, it's not even a full season yet, but Mikel Arteta is starting to make the right moves and waves with a group of players who look committed to him and look like they're enjoying their work. I've only ever, I've only ever talked about what I see. I have no, I don't, I couldn't care who's top or the bottom. And the the criticism of Arsenal was was just they were going through bad times and mm. different managed situations and different guys came in and we, when we saw a game where they're all over the place and there's massive spaces in midfield and uh, you know Emery at times, mm. you say it as as you see it, I, you know whatever. Right now. I see, what I see is, is exciting. It's exciting. Front foot, attacking, fast, proactive football. No fiddling around trying to play out the... Remember, mm. that, remember that period of time where yeah, they kept trying to mistakes. roll the ball yeah, out and, yeah. and trying to grind away to play through? Arteta's got away from that very, very quickly, Rob. Where I watched the game today, you know, I sat back and I thought, and when I watch Arsenal in possession, they're always attacking. They're always in the opponent's half. There's no fiddling around in midfield trying to find a way through. It's quick. Move the ball forward. Having yeah. fullbacks run forward. Get into those front players. They, they, they do this clever little diamond in possession where Lacazette drops in deep to be a nuisance. The midfield players split. They get on the front foot. There was sparkling football mm. at times. Sparkling football. Yeah. And I think, you know, when you look back at the Arsenal and the Arsenal Wenger days, I mean, that's what they were known for. The sparkling yeah. football, the one-touch exactly. football, the combinations. Mm. And it's not going to be fully back yet, but there's, no. there's Brewers today. And I'll go back to the fans there. They have had to endure some difficult times, been mm. ridiculed, Rob, different, through, through, through different mm. situations and players being sold and different managers coming in and the football and everything else. So I, I'm pleased for the Arsenal mm. fans now that they've got something genuinely to be excited yeah. about. The yeah. young talent they've got, the ability of Odegaard and Saka and Martinelli and Smith are off the bench. Yeah. And, I mean, there's others, the defending players are looking better as well. I think that's an area that they, they still could maybe get a little bit more secure defensively. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, as we see it right now, mm. everything to be excited about. Yeah. Another good performance, uh, 2-0. Thomas Partey starting to show us be his dominance, Rob. His more responsibility now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we saw it in Atletico yeah. Madrid. Um, really good ahead at the, at the near post. Alexander Lacazette gets the penalty. Um, so I think, you know, you've got to be encouraged. Mm. And, mm. and Leicester City... Maybe didn't have a ton of, of hunger today. I th- I'd criticise them for, but still, still tricky. Yeah. Arsenal, Arteta, front foot, and they keep if they keep the pedal down like this, 
And maybe some people out there will say, well, you know, do I trust Arsenal to keep yeah, this yeah. up? They finish in the top four. I get that. But on the on the balance of evidence we've seen now for men, I mean, that was like nine wins out of 11 in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and unless there's a, a sharp drop-off, I mean, they are in pole position uh, and it's theirs to lose. The top four yeah. spot now is theirs to lose. 51 points. Uh, one ahead of United, three ahead of West Ham and they've got, they've got yeah, three, games, games. three games in hand. One of which is... Liverpool oh, amazing. on Wednesday. So yeah. that's going to be interesting. Two teams, Liverpool are flying and obviously putting pressure on City. A great Arsenal. test for both teams. It's a good test. Great yeah, test for both yeah, teams. Yeah, to, to measure where they are. So um, mm. we'll jump on the podcast after that. Maybe Quick line on Leicester, Bob. Do you wanna, yeah. What do you want to add? Um, a lot of players missing today. Indeed, yeah. Tillemans rested on the bench. Yeah, I mean, Europa, League, Europa Conference League now, isn't it? Because yeah, they're 2-0 up against Rennes. Yeah. They've got the second leg to play. Week, so and, and they win that. That's Europa League that's football. Direct yeah. Europa League qualification. So, which obviously it looks like the eggs are going in that yeah. basket. From it was interesting though, wasn't it? Not that long ago, with Ben and Rodgers were saying Europa Conference League. I don't really know what that is. <laughs> yeah, you can't even remember it now. You need to know what it is now. Needed it now, and um, yeah, another great day. And by the way, just let me say, one of the saves of the season. Yeah, pretty good in that game. By the way, yeah. Aaron Ramsdale, yeah. who was yeah. who will never win it. And thingy, but could but should be talked of as one of the players of the season, by the way. Well, was it you saying today in the studio that could be the England yeah, number England one? Number the one, Cup? I think, yeah. I mean, that, that yeah. sort of form. And a quick Edu, well done. Well mm. done, Edu. Mm. Some of the signings have come in. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's it, it's so critical, mm. the players you bring in. So, another good example of that. So, yeah, good stuff from Arsenal. London Stadium. Oh, West blimey. Ham United v Aston Villa. Uh, there were so many storylines across all the games today, mate. It was oh. one of the days, wasn't it? Where, like in, in, the, in the studio. And that 10 o'clock window this 10 morning. 10 o'clock window, stuff going, going everywhere. West Ham United, um, obviously, outsiders probably to, to win a top four spot, but going well in, in, in the league still. Still in, in the Europa, Europa League competition uh, against Sevilla coming up. Uh, got themselves a 2-1 win against Aston Villa. Yep. Um, you know, great to, 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 to see David Moyes and his team get another three points to keep them in there. Obviously, Stephen Gerrard and Aston Villa be a little bit disappointed. I think we have to go sort of straight to the, the one, story, one story. Uh, yeah. of the game, Robin. It was Ukrainian Andrei Yarmolenko coming on as a, a, a sub in the second half uh, and scoring a goal, which, I, listen, again, I'll speak for myself rather than you. I've got to be honest, tears came into my eyes, mate. Yeah, it was emotional, wasn't it? Mm. It was a bit emotional, I mean, yeah. Let I me mean, just explain what, who and what Yarmolenko is to Ukrainian football. Well, sort of, he's an icon, isn't he? Might not, might not he, know he's that. A, yeah, he's a yeah, Ukrainian he... icon of football, mm. a, a guy that got to the very best in European competition, a, a supremely talented wide player that can score goals, over 100 caps for Ukraine. Mm. One of those guys that is a poster boy for Ukraine football. Yeah. Um, had to take four games away to get his head right, yeah. to mm. catch up with family. You know, I can't imagine what's been going on in his life the last mm. four weeks. And I, I quite honestly, Rob, I was a little surprised that that he came on. Like, I guess he's ready. Yeah, obviously yeah, he was ready. And yeah. David Moyes has decided mm. to to keep him involved. But coming onto the field to play yeah. was emotional in itself for the mm. ovation that he got. And then I think it was like 17 minutes later on, yeah. he takes a touch, a he scores goal, with his, that, that yeah. beautiful left foot, and drops to his knees and mm. points to the sky yeah. and puts his hands over his face. I mean. Sometimes the pictures in, in yeah. our sport tell it, you everything. Yeah. It, there's times we don't have to no, say anything over those we words. We just let them play. And you could see his, his teammates, what it meant to them, his manager and the fans. And, and to be honest, Ron, it, 
was almost fans from both sides. Yeah. He was Aston Villa fans. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, why, why wouldn't they? I mean, it, he was interviewed afterwards, Rob. Of course, West Ham went on to win the yeah. game 2 1. Mm-hmm. Villa got a late goal, but, but not enough to, to try and come back into the match. Yeah. Interviewed again. Tough, uh, an mm. incredibly difficult interview for him to do. Somewhat yeah. tough to watch as well. Yeah. And he, he just. He, could, he couldn't express no, what no. he felt, Rob. He, he, mm. he didn't have the words to say what it meant. And, and what I thought the nicest thing from him, he thanked everybody yeah, else. Yeah. He thanked the fans today. He thanked his football club. He thanked his teammates yeah, and his yeah, manager. Yeah. He thanked you know, the people from the British footballing mm. you know, of support Sporting, they've shown yeah, towards public, yeah, his British country, public, yeah. Ukraine. Yeah. So it was a real special moment, mm. Rob. And it's a yeah. day today of so many moments of drama and excitement mm. and celebration. But that's only one moment that stands out today. Yeah, is that, yeah, that and him yeah, dropping to his knees was was a special yeah. moment and um, mm. something that I think we're all going to remember in, in incredibly difficult times. Yeah, our thoughts to him and, and yeah. to everybody out in Ukraine at the moment mm. was uh, like a special moment. Hopefully, we'll be played a few times in, in, in a little reminder of what's going on in other parts of, of the world. Let's go down to Yamak Stadium. Let's go to Brighton, Liverpool. Um, Brighton team not in particularly great nick at the moment. We, we continue to say how well they were coached and how well they play, but just don't have that punch at the top end of the pitch, which kind of showed itself out again a, a little bit um, in this game. Although one shot on target in the first half, Brighton, against a Liverpool team that are getting the business done. And the, the, Liverpool's job is to keep the pressure on Man City, to not allow them um, an easy run to attack, and they're con- continuing to do that. Luis Diaz with a really brave header, a player who's just totally settling into what Liverpool are, are, are all about. And a penalty from um, Mo Salah to give him 20 Premier League goals for the season. I think it's fourth time already now he's done that. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting, you know, some of the talk this week's been about Salah's contract and the club are saying this and yeah. where that's all going and, and, and what the situation. But... The, over, the overriding thing is Liverpool got the job done again, mate. Um, I thought they ended up being reasonably comfortable against a difficult Brighton side who can be a banana skin. They have the ball and they move you around. Yeah. If you're not well set up, they, you know, they, they can create chances. But I thought Liverpool were super professional, got the job done and had better forwards who are going to take chances. I, I think Jurgen Klopp Remembered the first game, the reverse fixture, mm, where two, they two, were 2 0 up and yeah. Brighton came back and, and got back to 2 2. They dropped points there. I watched his press conference the day before the game. Yeah. We watched it before the game, Rob, on the day of the match. And I was, I was struck by his um, concern, really, yeah. Rob. Yeah. Talked about being compact. We've got to work really, really hard. Brighton can make it very difficult. They pass the ball very well. He said it on the day of the game. <clears throat> and we saw him on the sideline, Rob, and we picked out some, yeah. some video of him. Yeah, I was just Like, fired thing. up. Growling with Growling at his team. Yeah. Whoever it was. Yeah. Mo Sully hammered Mo Sully yeah, for not crossing at one time. As yeah. if, like you just said it, they, they are, they are going to push Man City. Mm. They want to have no regrets, and, and Klopp knows all this. Yeah. And I just think the way he's driving his team forward right now and mm. saying the right things, mm. and, and maybe a lot of it is automatic, Rob, when you're in a team like that, playing so yeah. well, the momentum yeah. and everything else. But you still need your manager to, to flip the and smack you on the backside yeah, yeah, yeah. and make sure you do it. Yeah. Of course, uh, Luis Diaz coming into the club... I'm not sure we've seen a player settle into any team in the Premier League as well as he's settled How brave in. was he, by the way? Because he did a lovely analysis, broke it down, where he's looked up, had a look, seen the guy... On his way out. On his way out, full he's force. He's the ball. Oh, and, and, and by I the way, it. I've seen many forwards who would have uh, put the brakes on and not yeah. quite have gone there. It, there was one thing on his mind, Rob, to head it into yeah. the net and then take what, whatever was coming. Yeah. I mean, Robert Sanchez 
wiped him out. Yeah. It's like a double clothesline with his arm and his Could've leg. Could have easily been a red. Could have been a red. Should have been a red, probably. Yeah, yeah. It's reckless and endangered the safety yeah, of him. I, I think so. the only the only thing that saved him in some ways that he didn't he didn't make direct contact with the head, wasn't it? Sort of around the shoulder no, and the chest. I don't anyway, know. Didn't, didn't horrible look, challenge. Didn't look good. Whatever it was, and 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 Mo Salah gets the second. They they get their their, their two 0 win. Mr. Musso, I'm going to go to my underappreciated player of, oh. of, of the week. Now, it might sound a bit funny because this player's actually just won the Premier League Player of the Month for February. But I'm just saying maybe people are just starting to appreciate oh. the quality value of Joel Matip. Now, Van Dyke's the man, the guy. Big Van Dyke's there, everything's happy. But Joel Matip is sneaky good, sneaky smart centre-back next to him. Played the ball in for, for Diaz. Yeah, you know, he's better, better football than, than you think. Came on a free transfer from Schalke in 2016. A free transfer. Just, just think about that. Mm. The, 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 this guy doesn't get the headlines. Drops in when he needs to. Plays a game. Obviously, he's had a bit of a problem at, at times with injuries and not been able to put a run of games together. But unsung hero in a team that... Well, Superstars that you know, Luis Diaz is, is the new kid on the block. Mo Salah gets the goals. Thiago comes in, great footballer. Trent assists and play. Allison mm. scores a header. Mm. He's the guy who never gets a headline. Mm. No, I'm telling you what, is important, still important. And I get the sense Jurgen Klopp's starting to value him more than maybe he has in the past. Well, he's got new signings uh, in, in Ibrahima Kanate. Yeah. Joe Gomez yeah. was doing a great yeah. job for a certain point, but he's made that position his own, mm. and that's tough to do. And yeah. I, I, I always think of centre-backs, mistakes. I can't remember many mistakes. I mean, maybe it's unfair to, to, to uh, other centre-backs right mm. now in the Premier yeah, League, whether yeah. you look at, I mean, Harry Maguire or Michael Keane. Or, mm. I mean, we all make mistakes, yeah. but Matty makes hardly there, any mistakes. Yeah, yeah, and it's so important, along with Virgil van Dijk. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good shout, and I think he's a, he's a quality player yeah. who can do a bit of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he a bit reminiscent of the, dare I say it, Alan Hansen's a Mark Lawrenson type of mm. player, kind of graceful, decent on the ball, understated. I don't think he quite has that gravitas. No, not understated, like but gra- I know. But what just you, the, the style. Yeah, he's, he's a defend, he just wants to defend. But he's quiet and yeah, classy. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I hear what you're saying there. Um, that, that, not in that big echelon. No, yeah, those not two quite are... in that. That's, that's, right. that's the very top. But, uh, but I know what you in mean that, in, in that, terms of... In that profile or um, that kind of mould. Yeah, if that defender who's reliable, who gets on with his job, who can play, who can play yeah, a little bit. And... on the ball. I bet yeah. he's one of those, Rob, when you go in training. If you went to Liverpool and trained for day, you'd be surprised. Oh, I didn't realise. Yeah, he's, oh, he's good, isn't he? Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you, we don't get yeah. that all the time when yeah. you don't see it. But, yeah, that's my show. Anyway, John Matip, enjoy your... Interesting. Premier League Player of the Month. Enjoy your unappreciated two Robbies, Player Robbie of the Earl. Week from the like two it. Robbies. There yeah. you go, Joel Matip. For the world's greatest athletes. This is the showdown we've been waiting for. There is nothing like competing on the world's biggest stage. It's a world record again! Go for the United States! Unbelievable! And when that stage is Paris, anything can happen. An Olympics unlike any other. What a performance! The Paris Olympics. This summer on NBC and streaming on Peacock. Should we should we have a What's next relegation up? roundup, my oh, friend? Boy. Because that's yeah, where all that the say. that's where all the action is starting to come. Um let's start with Leeds United against Norwich. Um Jesse Marsh, two 
Two games, two defeats. <laughs> um, team that's struggling, I think, six or eight defeats in, in the Premier League. Um, he's at home. He needs a win. He gets a win. It was last minute. It was dramatic. It was very Leeds. We had tears by people who run the club. Victor, we, Victor, Victor Orta, Orta, the the director of football, who in made tears. who made that huge call Floods of, of sacking a, I mean, geez, a club today. legend. And he's an emotional guy. I remember a few yeah. weeks ago, Rob. He's fighting yeah, with the fans fine, at West Ham or somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so he's that sort of guy. Um, wow. But this, it, wow. His, his, I mean, his, his reputation, mm. Rob, is on the line. Wow. Well, the club's, some of the club's history is on the line. Rob. He made that call. The, the club's history. Incredibly big call. You know, if, you, if, if they go down with Jesse Marsh, people are going to look at Victor and, what, and go, what, what, why, why did you, you do it? With him? Why didn't you stick with him? Why didn't you stick with him? You know, so for him, for Jesse Marsh to hopefully come good for him and Leeds and keep them in the league, it's, it's huge. Let, let's, let's just talk through this one, Rob, because Leeds got themselves ahead. Rodrigo got the goal. I mean, there was a little bit of talk about whether Bamford was offside affecting. I don't think he's he was very much play. I don't think like it was. he was affecting no. the play. It was far away from it. The guy's on the not interfering. And, yeah. and, and deals it. Rodrigo gets a goal courtesy of a, of a deflection. Then Leeds have a number of great chances. Unlucky with hitting posts and balls and goalkeeper yeah. saves and one or two. Couldn't get it done. He hit the crossbar, Rafinha. Hit the crossbar, yeah. didn't he, Rafinha? And yeah. Strauch had a, ch a good cool. chance, and there was a header, another header. And you're kind of thinking, is one going to be enough? We've seen this before, Lee. Yeah, this chance is not Absolute, two Absolutely. Yeah. And then um, it, it's McLean, doesn't he? Comes late for Norwich and, and looks like right. he's got him an equaliser at 1 1. Dean Smith's going crazy. In stoppage time. In stoppage time. The place, you know, Leeds fans are, are shaking their head. The, the whole atmosphere is, is dropped, you, you know. The air's gone out of the building and you're thinking, problem. Well, problem until a, a certain young man, 19 years of age, enters the field of play. He is my underappreciated, somewhat maybe unknown, mm. youngster and Joe Gelhart. Gelhart. Now, mm. he came on, he attacks the ball in the, in the play in the fourth minute of stoppage time, flicks the ball onto Rafinha, who does amazing, by the way, Rafinha, to get yeah. around the outside. Mm. He then runs into the box and scores a, a, a goal from three or four yards. People don't much, know much about him, Rob. No. All I've heard from Leeds fans is what a talent this kid is. And a little bit critical of, of Bielsa that hasn't played him as much as they thought he would, okay. particularly given Bamford's injury. Now, Jesse Marsh might be wrong in saying it, but I think he's, I think he's used him each game off the bench, I think. Yeah. But he's a talent. Mm. And I think, you know, this is a little bit of a different one. I'm saying underappreciated. Because he's 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 new onto the scene. Yeah, Rob. he's not. He's not. Yeah, and we've no, seen flashes from him. He's yeah, already scored yeah, before yeah. this one. But in terms of gravitas for an important goal, mm. celebrations of players jumping into the fans, oh, director the, football the, the, crying, the, the, the Jesse Marsh is running end, around. We're, 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 you know, so it's just leads, it's yeah. just one. And part of this underappreciated is to throw little names out there mm. that, that maybe some of our yeah, listeners and stuff yeah. not just, that aware of. Keep an eye on. Keep now. an eye on. Yeah. as a future yeah. in the game. Again, he's mm. 19. He was at Wigan. Yeah. Um, did okay there. Now he's at Leeds United. And Jesse Marsh, I mean... I was, I was just going to say, let, let, let's talk about what today must feel like for Jesse Marsh. He's absolutely... Listen, Rob, the one thing I would say, and, and I think we, we both concur with this, how impressive Jesse Marsh is when he talks about football. I, he's one of them I could have a pint with and sit and talk yeah. tactics and yeah, way of playing and system. Yeah. He, he, he looks like he's got that nailed down. Now, 
that doesn't guarantee you anything. And a lot of people to, can talk a good game. I used to think Marco Silva it. was one of those great talkers, and at times it didn't really work. Maybe things are going better for him, Fulham. But there's absolutely no doubt, Rob, when Jesse Marsh takes the Leeds job, there's an element of he needs it to go well. There's an element of oh, this is my chance now. This, this is it for me. Yeah. Right. He, he's got it. For his career. His career. About. Yeah. yeah. He, he, everybody's looking at him. Everybody's sort of will form opinions. Some good after what we've seen today. Some maybe not so good after a couple of performances before. But he kind of needs this to happen to build his reputation to, to get a position where he's a, he's, a, he's a Premier League manager now. Well, you can. Th- I threw a headline at it, Rob, when he first got the job. Twelve games to make or break his top-flight managerial career. Yeah, yeah. Is that is that too too much hyper? Well, is it hyperbolic to no, say that? Well, if he took Leeds United down, Rob, in twelve mm, games, yeah. He's, when, he's is gonna, he's when is he going to get he, another he's failed. If the, if you if you take a Bielsa out, who's who's a legend and hero, yes, they weren't winning, but you you and take they weren't him in out. the relegation zone. They weren't. They were in, they were in a, a yeah. position of safety Correct. when he was manager. And he t- he comes into job and takes you down. He's failed, and the fans might not forgive you because they would have. Said, did A rather go down with Bielsa, or B more likely, we wouldn't have gone down if Bielsa was here. We'd never know what that is because he's not there. So, so it's it's all on him, Rob. As much as he comes across very cool yeah. and very smart and yeah. blah, 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 it's all on him. And the, today, in the scenes and the manner of the, the 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 victory, is immense for this man. Immense. The, I always say they're three three points plus. We used to have a couple of those days in good old Wimbledon days where we were holding somebody, one of the big, and you nick a goal, mate. And the dressing room and the coach home and the yeah. training for three days and everything in the football club lifts. That's what today was for Leeds. And he reacted, I thought, of course, his first press conference, mm. talked and talked and talked yeah. and talked, talked yeah. a great game, yeah. came across yeah. really well, mm. and then you had the losses. Mm. And I thought the last one was a hard one to take mm. at home. Um, but he was pretty honest yeah. about it. I think that's the way he's going to be. I won't sleep tonight. We've got to do I've better. I've got to be honest, yeah. I won't sleep. Yeah. So, I mean, they weren't winning many games, Leeds United. Yeah. They just won mm. a game. So the fans will be all, absolutely all over the team again, behind the team, behind the manager. Um, yeah, we can't underestimate how big that win was today. Yeah. And the, 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 the nature of it, with the sub coming on and scoring in the 94th minute, I think it is, is just a sign of... You know, we have Paul Burmeister, Rob, that we've been working in the studio with this yeah. weekend. And I think it's such a whirlwind for Paul, who, who hasn't seen a lot of the Premier League over. He's so busy with so many other yeah, sports and stuff here. Yeah. I think he's like, what, what is going on? What is this craziness that's going on? I mean, because in all know. angles, in all the games today at 10 o'clock, there was, oh, there was blimmin' stories and drama yeah. and goals. And so it was, uh, yeah, it just, I just could, I just, I mm. just thought that 10 o'clock window yeah. today was and, full and, of And that win, Rob, just from Leeds, it, it 26 points. Yeah just gives them a little bit of a breathing bit room down, breathing down there. They go away at Wolves on Friday. It's a Friday game I'm working on, so we'll see what the reaction is. Or they, do they get back down to earth? Can Jesse Marsh get them going? Okay. From Norwich's point of view, your mm. mate Smudger, Dean Smudger, Smith, I yeah. mean, at 1-1, you're thinking that's a great result. All of a sudden, it, it, it keeps everybody back in, in, in the things. And then, it seems, as it seems the way with, with, with them, it... it it goes away from them in the end. I, I think they're, they're one result from two or three teams mm. to whacking in a big gap at the bottom. Yeah. You go yeah, mathematically yeah. when you look at it. Yeah. They're, they're that many points from safety. What is it? Five points from safety. You've got the table there. I haven't got the table. Yeah. They've got what, what, 17. Uh, 22, 22. Is, 22 is. So, 
is Everton. Everton and... Uh, Leeds are 26 now, right. so... So those 22, yeah. is there two on 22? Two on two, there's Watford and, and, Watford and Everton. Watford and Everton on 22. So once, once they on win a game, then that gap shoots up yeah, yeah. to eight points or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That, one of those wins so they're, a game, they're, yeah. they're, they're a random result away from yeah, they, they can't get out of they're, it, they're, which is they're, no one thinks they're going to get out of it anyway. But no, he'll be... Maybe, maybe not already, but it's next season for Dean Smith. He's not yeah, losing his job. Yeah, yeah, he's going to stay yeah, at the football yeah, club. Craig Shakespeare is his new assistant yeah, manager, yeah. and they're going to attack it again. They're going to mm. rebuild again. They're going to go again in the championship. Again, yeah. maybe I'm sorry if this is a little premature on this, uh, and maybe they can produce a miracle late on. I think really highly unlikely. Yeah. But I think Dean Smith, my mate, is going to be mm. getting ready for a, to attack the championship yeah. next season. He's yeah. done it before. He's got he's got promoted before at Villa, so he knows what he's doing. Yeah, tough day for Dean Smith, especially in the manner that uh, Leeds get there. But it was all about Gohan and Leeds yeah. and that three point for Jesse Marsh. Let's talk. I think about oh, one blimey. of the stories of the season um, in a day of drama, Rob. And there was only one goal in this game. Everton's defeat at home to Wolves is as big a headline as you can as you can have. Frank Lampard going into the job. Without any relegation uh, experience, and you know, he said that's not a big thing. And with a group of players who I think we all would look on paper and say they should get out of trouble, they shouldn't yeah. be where they are. Lose one nil to Everton. Connor Cody, the Wolves captain, scores. Interesting enough, Connor Cody was a Liverpool academy player. Maybe why he celebrated it even extra hard against an Everton team. John Joe Kenny, Robbie Musto, yeah. in, in three minutes makes two rash challenges that gets a yellow card. Now whether that's Bad play, poor decision-making, etc. What it will do from people and outsiders, and we've talked about the media and these people's jobs who are, right, look at Everton, and they've lost, and they've lost control and down to 10 men. That will be the headline, whether it's the right thing or not. Frank Lampard has got it all on to reverse the trend at this football club. They are only out of the bottom three by goal difference. They've got some games to play. Okay, that, of course, that's, that's in some ways going for them. The worry is that the pressure and the, the, the obvious lack of confidence mm. is really, really, Stop. really yeah. affecting the yeah. team. Defensively, nervous, mistakes, Good vulnerable. players without confidence look very average. Yeah, and, and it's really difficult for me and you to, to even mm. contemplate yeah. this. Yeah. Everton, yeah. what, like the last part of the season, they're, they're mm. right in the relegation. Mm. Wow, like I have no idea... Uh, even other fans, I mean, the fans feel about it. Just, yeah, this is yeah. just new to them, yeah. new to the manager. Frank Lampard, Rob, was the popular was the popular choice at the time. Mm. Rafa Benitez, get him out of the club. And maybe he's got a big part. Obviously, he's got a big part of this, Rob. But there's some of those deals that were yeah, done, not done, and players. Yeah, yeah. I know they had some financial fair play issues. But the Luca Dina story and everything else, I mean, they made the change. They didn't want Victor, yeah. was it uh, Pereira? They didn't want him. him. They wanted yeah, Frank Lampard. Yeah, yeah. New, yeah. new ideas, new energy. Well, I'm working out. Mm. And Frank Lampard right now is not doing it. He's not getting the job done. I still worry about it. Remember I said to you at the time, Rob, ah, I want to I wanna like this appointment. I'm not sure if Frank's mm. ready. With He's inexperienced. He's, what's he coached? Like two and a half seasons? Yeah. Max? Yeah, one at Derby, one at City. Well, two one at Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah, well, yeah, one and a half at Chelsea, Chelsea and Derby. And Derby so like yeah. so I, I, you've said it. They've got to find a way to pull together and get some results. Is it Thursday they play Newcastle United? Newcastle United. I mean, like... Humongous game. Yeah. Humongous game. Yeah. You've got to find a way. Like Leeds have found a way to win mm. and get some momentum again yeah. and get yeah. the fans believing and hoping. And but you look at, at, at players around. Jamal Gray was back again. You've got Richarlison, yeah. you've got Decore, you, you've Alan got and Allen. And, 
you've got Deli Ali. Deli Ali is an interesting one, Rob. And, and I said to say, Deli Ali on the bench till I don't know, 60, 70 minutes he comes on. Well, and what's going on? What, why would you. Deli Ali should be one of the players who's leading you back into winning games, scoring goals, making up. Something's, ro- something's wrong with, with Deli Ali. If, if a manager sees him week in, week out, Rob, and, and, and still doesn't start him when he's starting 11, there's a reason for that. Donny van der Beek as well, Rob. Those two yeah, signings, yeah. Deli and Donny, mm. were, were on paper or whatever. Oh, that's, that's yeah, kind of yeah, good. Yeah, so you can go yeah. one side of the coin is, wow, these players are really talented players. We, yeah. we kind of know that from the past. They're yeah. good signings. The other side of it is, well, hang on a minute. We well, they haven't done anything. Yeah, yeah. So why should you they, might, they might not be the kind of players right. you need you, right you now. The, the, uh, and, and you might not, need a fighter and a scrapper. <laughs> and we're not seeing it. I mean, Deli Ali can't get into this team. Yeah, yeah. We, were, we had a quick chat like... We have no idea what's going on no, with this no, guy. No. We just don't. I mean, if he can't play in a team that's struggling in the Premier League, mm. or doesn't, unless it's something we don't know about, illness yeah, or, or yeah. something mentally, I don't know. Mm. But um, we know that they're in a scrap and uh, they've got a, 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 a relatively a... inexperienced manager to help them the way through it. But they've got some good players. Yeah. And the Everton fans have got to believe that that, with the games in hand that they've got, yeah. will be enough. I mean, for our point of view, total neutrals, it's going to be a fascinating massive scrap story. at the end it's of the massive and story. It's a massive story with a club that's. I think every we, it's such a it's such a a good club and. I'm, I'm going to chuck it out there as well, and I think I mentioned to you and, and the thing. I'm going to see if I can get we can get Roger Bennett on a podcast with us. Well, yeah. And and, and see just because he listen if anybody knows loves can talk about that yeah. club and and what it is. So um, if you're listening, Roger, we'll get ready for a, an email coming in the next couple of days. See if we can get you on the Two Robbies podcast and yeah. tell us what is going on at Everton yeah, and what, a, what the fans proper, proper, proper chat. chat about what, yeah. where Everton are. Let's move it on to uh, St Mary's, uh, Southampton. Uh, had a bit of up and down form against Roy Hodgson's Watford. M- game more important for, for Watford. And I think it showed in the end, Rob, where Watford, uh, yeah. Joe Hernandez got the two goals that got him off. Good finish, by the way. Really? First, yeah. First finish. First finish from rap an his, angle. Wrap his yeah. foot around that. Yeah, he's a clever, he's a clever little player, yeah. isn't he? Overhead kick, he scored the His goals way. in Watford. I've always thought these yes. goals in Watford. It, it, you know, Saw and, and Dennis, who, yeah. you, you've appreciated it over time. And Hernandez, you know, the hardest thing to do is score. They've got people. It's the other side of the game. But which Roy Hodgson is better yeah, at. Is, that's his is, thing, wasn't it? Which if you can marry those two together. It, it, not a bad appointment when you sort of think, think yeah. of... Yeah, attack and flair, natural, they've got that. But just somebody to come in and... Defensively mm-hmm. organise them a little bit. They haven't scored many goals no. until recently, so no. maybe they and found. And you something. know what's interesting, just as, as you said that, and you, you just my thought. I just thought he's everything that Frank's not got, isn't he? The experience, yeah. been in years, the rigor, understands yeah. the experience. All the experience of, of just, to not, yeah. it's, it's not. It's not very exciting. Yeah. Frank's kind of exciting. He's yeah. new and modern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, it's all, but, a bit old. And, mm. Yeah, I'm not going to say outdated, but but no. just different in his yeah. approach. Yeah. I mean, he can, yeah, he, he can get him out of it. You know, yeah, Watford is one yeah, of those teams yeah. that we all, you know, of, 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 of I don't know, a li- they, little bit, maybe a little bit flippantly have, thought they're going to, they're going to, they're going to struggle. They're on the same point as Everton. Everton got three got, games in hand, but the way you're playing, you, yeah. you, you, you wouldn't necessarily say that's that's um, any number of points. So yeah, well, well done for for Watford and Roy Hodgson keeping things tight yeah. and alive down there at, at the bottom of the table. All right, we're going to end with your mate. With your mate, Sean Deitch, mm. I, I'm going to say nothing and, and let you take this conversation. Brentford 2, Burnley 0, 
Again, another super important game this weekend in terms of relegation. Ivan Tony. Ivan Tony. Tony. Christian Eriksen. Christian, oh. Oh, what a beautiful ball. Oh. I mean, uh, you could sit and watch that ball oh. for hours and, 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 and not get tired of it. The control, oh. the, the, class. the technique class. Class, and the slow it. motion is in my it's brain class. right now. It's just... A, and he's not... He's, he's right-footed and the, yeah. the yeah. ability and the feel on that left-footed cross mm. was... Uh, Magnificent. Okay. The ginger Mourinho. Let's get to let's get to Sean. Um, <laughs> in Sean, we still kind of trust. Well, they'll give me kind of. These are kind. In, 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 in Sean, we're still trusting, right? Okay. Bear with me. We've twenty-one points. They're one point behind Watford. One point behind Everton. With one game more played than Everton. So two games on on Watford. Two games on Leeds. Yes, I would get the argument. I'm sure you're going to say, well, the two games are done and they're not no, scoring no, no, no. goals. But, and I, th- and I think you, you, you attached to this, and it, it was interesting, like, there's a consistency about the man, his method, and his message hmm. that, that I believe in. Now, they could go, they very could go down, and, and, I'm, and I'm not saying they're not, but I, I, I'm believing in the message. So you're, you're just like him, where he is like, we've thought about changing things dramatically, Correct. we're not. Correct. We believe in what we've done here. We Correct. believe in this way of doing things, Correct. and we'll find a way to get the points yeah. to get safe. Yeah. You still mm. would support that and, and believe wholeheartedly that that's going to happen. Well, just before I answer, it's just the, Eddie Howe did a really long interview on, on Sky TV, and we had uh, experts on it, and he talked about consistency of training, consistency of, of, of team sh- uh, uh, selection, and little tweaks and consistency. So it's the one thing that players can hang on to, and he thinks that's part of why they've gone. So it was interesting because I thought that's exactly where, where Sean Dyche is. Now, the question you asked is, I'm not sure. Are, are we sort of saying, well, would somebody else do better with this group? Or are you saying, with this group, could he do it differently? Because I'm not sure they can do it differently. What I would say, Rob, based on the, the, the Brentford game, we watched this game, we, 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 we talked about one of the things. They had... Three opportunities where they should have scored. Dwight McNeil should have scored with a header. Okay. Miss, mi- miss yep. chance. So not very good. Heading no, well, not very good no, but, he, but he should have scored. Not very good scoring. Maxwell Cornet ran through one-on-one, should have scored, right. hit the goalkeeper. Yep. Jay Rodriguez hits a beautiful shot, yep. his crossbone goes yep. down. Yep. If, if one of those goes in, so when they've won and you still stay consistent, those things happen. How many, ta- how many times do you see a, Burn, uh, a Burnley team that can see goals from set pieces like like Leicester, that give up goals like Leeds were thrown away, like, like none. So I've got the defence and the midfield in a reasonable way. I've got no striker. Yes, sir. You, your hand is raised. How many games have Burnley won? Three games. How many games do Burnley need to win between now and the end of the Four season? Four or five games, sir. How many games have they played to get the three... Twenty-six. You can tell me. Twenty-seven now, sir. You can talk to me how long you want about hitting the bar, and he should have scored this. And the fifty-p head. Dwight McNeil doesn't hit the head of the ball correctly. Okay. The data, in fact, says Rob, and the maths. Well, the math is (laughs) the math math is starting to stack against them. Okay. Okay. Just, just let me, let me, let me. Your great one of your your great manager of Middlesbrough Football Club had the great escape. You're saying. There's no great escape. And I'm not saying be, that. This I'm wouldn't be a great this escape. Be, this this would be, be an escape. This would be a great escape. This would be an escape. 
So, so, the so that escape relies on the points per game ratio if we'd have, massively If we had the conversation for West Bromwich Albion with 10 or 11 games to go and your famous Brian Robson manager was in charge, you would have said, Robbo, you, you can't win it. I, I'm... It's, it, it does. It's a good point, Rob, but, but, but it goes back to the point about Sean Dyche. Yeah. He's not going to change massive stuff. So we shouldn't so expect much different. Can, He's expecting. Can, you, can your forwards take their right. chances? And if they're not very good at scoring. Val Vegorst. Come on, big Valt. <laughs> we need you. Max, here straight away. Maxwell Corney, get him on the left hand side. If you look where all his goals came from early on, he was playing left hand side. The first win of the season for, Brent, for, for Burnley was Brentford. Right. At home, and they won 3-1, and Chris Wood and Maxwell Corne scored. Maxwell Corne was playing wide left. Don't mind it. Corne wide left. Correct. Scorer. Scorer. You, you put uh, either Jay Rodriguez or Ashley Barnes Correct. with Big Val. Ashley Barnes, because I want and him... And you play, by the way, for another potential of goals, Dwight McNeil on the right side, mm-hmm. because he's good with his left yeah, foot. But like That's them. another potential avenue. Listen, yeah. bear with me. How many times have we seen players come inside and yeah. bend it or score? Yeah, he's got beauty but, against Everton... What he did, Just didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From coming like in on inside, that left foot, yeah, why yeah. not use that as a? I'm, I'm sure he, the, yeah. the theory is Dwight's great with his left foot mm. crossing balls in from mm. there. Thanks for our big strikers. Yeah. All right, but but, but do Corne on that yeah. side. Yeah, I'm, 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 okay right I'm okay with it. Dwight I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. It's just I'll, another I'll, potential of I'm gonna, scoring. I'm going to get Sean a call this week. Bernie need that. Well, this is it. This is the this is the whole two It's all on this. It's all on this. If, 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 Burnley, if Burnley stay in the division and he finds a way to win those four or five games, yeah, then never, Earl, never, Earl, Earl yeah. is Robbie one for the season. Yeah, but never if again, not, never again can, you doubt, can you doubt the ginger marine. If he, if he pulls <laughs> this off, it's done. Listen, well, they're mate. never going to go down before you <laughs> What a weekend. Lots of drama, headlines all over the league. It's tight at the top. It's frantic for fourth. It's disturbing if you're in the drop zone. And that's the likes of Everton just out on goal difference. We'll be back on Thursday, March the 17th, when we'll look back at the Premier League games from the midweek and a big Champions League week with Manchester United and Chelsea in action. United taking on Atletico Madrid. At 1-1, the game's still very much in the balance. But for now, I'm Earl. He's Musty, together with the two Robbies and Sean Dyche, we trust. <laughs> Thanks for watching and listening. Be safe, be healthy. It's a good night from me. And it's a good night from him. Good, good night. night.